the show is growing again, and it is humbling to have the network, the market, the reach grow even further than my own network. We have a guest today who reached out who started his journey in Ohio, but as I learned, he is right across the bridge in St. Petersburg now, a huge entrepreneurship hub here in America. I'm going to go down a timeline to introduce you to today's guest before we bring him on and his entrepreneurial background. Like I said, born in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he grew up in an entrepreneurial family where he started working for his dad business. 2013, he moved to Israel, expanding his horizon internationally. And then in 2014, he comes back to the U.S. to enroll in college. Just three short years later, he made his first real estate investment. And as we know for this show, we also need you to be a founder of a company or brand to bring you on. And this is where he comes in. In 2019, he started his first drop shipping site. I'm excited to shed some light on this topic because I don't have as many guests come on as I'd like talking about this type of revenue generation, this type of career. From there, he learned a lot. He built several online businesses, Kindle publishing, blogging, more dropshipping stores, and again, continued to make real estate purchases to build his portfolio. He built a land flipping business in 2019. And in the very first year, combining all of his knowledge from these positions, he already achieved multi-million dollars in revenue. He was able to sell his first dropshipping store in 2021 and start land investing online, which we're going to hear a lot about, where they teach entrepreneurs to buy and sell vacant land. He has a lot of goals. He's extremely ambitious, and that is going to be contagious to each of you listening on. But before we bring him on, let's start with a question here. Daniel, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? For me, entrepreneurship is freedom, really to do whatever inspires me and while making a living doing so. So, I mean, I'm early in my career, I'm 27 years old, and I just love how I have no idea where I'll be in five, 10, 15, 20 years. And whatever path I choose, it's really about, you know, my desires and what I wanna do. And that flexibility and freedom is the beautiful thing for me. I love that too, where if you go to a nine to five and there's nothing wrong with that, again, what some people like and enjoy is not for everybody. They see the typical timeline of where they're gonna go up that ladder, to this position, to this position, and then you cap out at that position. For entrepreneurs, the sky's the limit. We're always networking, trying to grow our brands, just like we're doing right now. And you'll have a great contact at the end of the show. So be sure to stick around to find out how to say hello to Daniel and see all his work. And with that, I want to welcome you back to That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancey. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on YouTube, social media, and my website is vincentalancey.com. If it's your first time sitting down with us, welcome. Each week since December 2019, I've interviewed the founder of a company or brand to share what works for them, what they needed to improve on, and how they did that, and of course, each learning lesson along the way right here on this show. There are also tons of bonus episodes for you to enjoy, so please check those out. We have the Gasparilla Overload series where we just completed our second Gasparilla Overload featuring Florida entrepreneurs and the Rewind the Clock series, where I bring back past guests to catch you up on their new achievements. You never know which story is going to resonate with you most. I am certainly excited about Daniel's journey. I read his one sheet when he sent it over. He has so many steps along the way at just 27 years old, sold a business, built a new business, got in new fields. There's a lot to learn and we're going to hear it all. Daniel, ask Thank you so much for joining our show. Really good to be here. Thanks for having me. 
Would you mind introducing yourself to everyone on the personal side? Who is Daniel outside the office? And then we'll dive right back into the office. Yeah. So for me, I, um, my passions kind of lies outdoors. I love nature. Like I said, I grew up in Cincinnati, moved to Israel for a year. That really, that had a huge impact on my life. I I'd say other than that though, just, you know, being outdoors, camping, hiking, stuff like that. I'm, I'm really big into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, I spend a lot of time at my jiu-jitsu gym over in St. Petersburg, Florida, but uh, I love networking, love to hear people's story. That's kind of my passion. That's why I got into the land investing online. I just love to coach and mentor and hear people's story and kind of help them achieve their goals. Um, outside of that, I think just, um, you know, working nine to five wasn't really for me just because of that flexibility aspect. So I got into entrepreneurship just for, for, for that reason, I'd say. And then I love doing what, you know, whatever inspires me this year. It, it always changes. Like you'll hear my story that we, we've been talking about, like I've had over 10 different businesses. So I'm, I'm constantly changing and adapting. And I know it's going to continue down that path. You have to adapt, especially in this society now where COVID just passed everything changed i mean literally everything changed in business nature is great as you know mental health advocate being outside does wonders for your mental health whether it's the sunlight or the fresh air you name it there's countless benefits and that leads right into entrepreneurship when people ask if i'm in mental health or entrepreneurship i often just reply there is no entrepreneurship without mental health everyone knows that when you're not feeling well upstairs you're probably not going to have the most productive and effective day and I think we need to get right to it, Daniel. You mentioned freedom, flexibility is what pushed you in. As well, for me, I realized that you can have all the money in the world, but if you're working all the time, what's, what good is it? You need to find a way to get yourself out there if that's for you. Again, it's not for everyone. Please describe in more detail that entrepreneurial push. Yeah, so like you briefly mentioned, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My dad owned a carpet cleaning and he still owns it in a restoration business in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I grew up working for him. I mean, he had us working at a young age, um, probably 12 years old. I started working for him, doing all the labor work. Um, but I, I enjoyed it and I like to see, you know, his his journey and his business and learn about it. That was kind of my way into entrepreneurship. And I really always knew that I'd be an entrepreneur. Like I I don't really know how to explain it. I just always knew it was just set in my mind, in my in my journey. I didn't know when it would be or what it would be. I had no idea about that. I didn't know, you know, I could have taken over my dad's business. I could have whatever it was. I just knew in the future it was it was coming at some point. Yeah. And I really I got horrible grades in high school. I had like a 2.2 GPA or something. So so I couldn't I couldn't get into college. Um and I was like I said I love to travel and stuff and my parents were like trying to get me to go to community college in Cincinnati. I'm like, I'm not staying here. Like I was, I was miserable there. So I decided to go to Israel and that was really cool for me because I, I went to Tel Aviv and I was working for different startups. That's awesome. And um, yeah, I worked for a record label who was like, just trying to make it in the record label. We were hosting different parties and promotions and things. And I just got to see the startup world over there. And that really like helped me realign with that entrepreneurship feeling. I just and put that in the notes. That's incredible. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, really, I just, I, I, I came back from Israel. I was over there for um, only a year. I tried to go back and my parents were just like, if you go over there for college, like we're not going to be able to support you as much. Stay, stay around, go to a local school here and then go back over there if you want after. So I listened to them this time and then um, went to Ohio University and went to the business school. Um, and I, I ended up working a nine to five after that. I was in outside sales. 
and I would drive probably, I would be in my car driving from customer to customer for like 40 to 60 hours a week, just list. And I'd listen to so many podcasts, like, like other entrepreneurs or people looking to get in this space. Probably a lot of people listening to this podcast. Um, and I came across dropshipping one of those podcasts and it was high ticket dropshipping. So actually partnering with, you know, us suppliers, um, it just seemed really sustainable compared to a lot of the overseas Chinese dropshipping. I was actually partnering up with different, like, um, I had an electric bike store and I was partnering up with different bike companies and we had good relationship with that, those suppliers. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I got to launch my first store and the journey that led me there. Sometimes you're not expecting it. Things just appear, things just happen. You weren't necessarily looking for dropshipping, but now it's really propelled your life, propelled your career, got you down here in St. Pete. As I mentioned, a huge entrepreneurship hub. Everyone listening on, if you go back to the early seasons, especially when my reach wasn't as far, a lot of Tampa love, a lot of St. Pete love. Go show them some love and learn from them. You've had a lot of entrepreneurial experience, though, as you said, with your father, now with you. What do you find the most challenging? I, you know, having, I think having to make those tough decisions can be, can be the most difficult. And you, like, I, I get a lot of advice. I have a lot of different mentors. I'm a huge believer in that. And yeah. I talk to a ton of people about, you know, what's going on and the story, whatever the decision may be, but that decision hundred percent falls on you. And when those tough decisions come up, it can be difficult to make them, especially when, you know, you can go either way. You don't know what's right or wrong. Right. Um, there's no clear answer. And you kind of just got to go with your gut and in, intuition. Um, but I'll give you an example. So this, this wasn't a major, major decision. It wasn't going to break or make my company, but I was thinking of a, an example of what I've dealt with lately. And so with land investing, with my land investing business, we, we have to hire another sales rep, right? And I can hire either, you know, a college grad, graduate and get them from 50 to 75K a year, or we are also interviewing really high level salespeople, you know, in their forties, they have a lot of experience, they've built departments and we have to pay them top dollar. So you're dealing with, you know, good six figure salary versus, you know, 40 to $70,000 for a college graduate salary. Right. And um, making that, that was recent. We ended up going with the really experienced and paying him more um, just because we want to help him build our company. And we, we see him as an asset um, rather than just hiring someone temporary. But, you know, decisions like that, um, I think are the most challenging for me. Yeah. Make yourself valuable. If you could provide value, there will be a place for you somewhere. And there's a good learning lesson right there, too, for everyone looking to hire. I'm not in that space where I don't need an employee right now, but that's a dilemma. Are you going to save money or are you going to propel your business and take it to the next level? Obviously, everyone's at different stages of funding, seeding, having any capital at all. But congratulations on the success into the new hire. Keep growing. I wish you more growth in 2022. But I'm going to first ask you for one of your greatest lessons learned to share with our audience? So as you guys heard, I, I expanded really, really fast. I've had Kindle businesses. I've had a land investing business. Um, I've had three drop shipping stores at one time. I've had blogging sites up, and I've and also buying and selling or buying real estate rentals. I have a lot of rentals as well in Cincinnati. So I once my first drop shipping store took off and was doing good seven figures, I expanded really fast. I was like, oh, I can do this here. I can do this everywhere type of deal. And you know, with the blog site, Kindle Publishing, two other drop shipping stores and managing real estate, all while still having that sales job. 
um, it just, I grew too fast and multiple of those I'd say, quote unquote failed. Although I learned a ton about the businesses right. and I learned a lot, but I, I mean, we had to shut down a couple of drop shipping stores. Um, a couple did well, but I just think if I put that energy into, you know, maybe one other business or my real estate business, um, I just think time would have been spent better focusing on a couple businesses versus, you know, seven at a time. Um, but like I said, I still learn yeah. so much. I do not regret it at all. It's a good story, good learning process. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you can only do so much, I think. I think that's something I struggled with where I got too excited, got some so ambitious as well, <clears throat> excuse me, where I just try, try, try. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to try new things, try new things when I could have put all that energy into one business and had that take even higher heights before moving on to the next one. But you live and you learn as an entrepreneur. You have to just trial and error. Sometimes there is no textbook on entrepreneurship. But if you could expand your entrepreneurship knowledge, learn a little more from any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who are you going to sit down with? I'm a huge fan of Steve Jobs. I, I think um, he was an incredible person, but I, I really, really respect his vision. I mean, he right. was a huge thinker. There was no boundaries no boundaries, no limits. Like he could do it. He knew he could do it. Um, and I just think that innovation mindset, like he had when no one else, I mean, just watching his, reading his documentaries and watching the movies on him and all that, just everyone doubting him. No one thought he could do it, getting kicked out, you know, of his own company type of thing mm -hmm. and coming back and still having that same vision didn't change at all. He knew still everything stayed the same and just getting through that. I think that's, I, I, I really am a big fan of Steve Jobs for those reasons. If we could have him back on earth, where would the meeting go down if the ball was in your court? I'd go to, if we could get in his, um, his first office space and have the interview right in his first office space, I'd do that. I love that. Get in his mind and yeah. somewhere he's comfortable. I love when guests really choose somewhere their home base, because think about yourself. Are you going to be more comfortable having a conversation in, in your own home or a foreign area? Exactly. I like that. Tell everybody what's next for you. What are we working on, Daniel? So like I said, I have a um, land investing online business. It's called Land Investing Online. And it's really, it fits that passion that I've talked about, flexibility. It can be 100% online. We're teaching our students how to um, buy and sell vacant land across the US by sending out direct mail. It's very, very sustainable. So I think my focus is going to continue on that path for quite some years. I really have a passion for helping others and I love coaching. Like I said earlier, I love listening to people and their stories and background and this kind of align with that. And I I'd say we're pretty good at um, land investing. It's my brother and I. So taking that knowledge, helping other people. And there's so much land out there. It's not like there's yeah. not like I'm everyone always asks like, why are you teaching others how to do it? I can't buy millions of parcels in mm -hmm. the U S there's just so much land. Yeah. Um, so I think for people looking to get into entrepreneur, I was in that position. So I like, when I talk to my new members, I, I see myself at a, at a, you know, earlier stage because I didn't know where to start and land investing is really low capital. You don't need a lot of money to do it, which I like because it can get those entrepreneurs in early and it's extremely profitable as well. So it's a great first business, especially since it aligns with real estate. If anyone's, um, has that passion, but other than that, I mean, focus on that, continue to buy more real estate. And I, I want to really start getting into more community service type of things, charity. I've always visioned myself to have some sort of organization in the, you know, nonprofit space. Um, I don't know what it is yet, but I've always kind of had that in the back of my head. I, I, I want to do something along that route.
I like that. Well, we'll have to keep keeping in touch so I can eventually bring you back to update everyone. I'm sure you're going to have some new dropshipping store at some point, some new service or tips you can offer to our audience. Everyone listening on, if this is interesting to you, land, possibly acquiring some new assets, stick around for just a few moments. We'll find out how to get in touch with him after this week's Spotlight Story. If it's your first show with us, this is where my guest and I go over another entrepreneur's journey to get their take on it someone in the limelight, a celebrity of some sort, someone with great accomplishments. And I have someone on the show today who spent some time in Israel. So we're going to share the story of Gene Simmons from KISS. We got two great articles we're going to briefly go over, Business Insider and Entrepreneur. Love the Business Insider article titled, Gene Simmons Describes the Most Profound Capitalist Lesson He Ever Learned. He's actually the business architect I learned behind the band. And he believes from the endless merchandising and touring, it's somewhere between one and five billion dollars. He's the owner of is also the owner of the LA Kiss football arena football team, Simmons Records, the Cool Springs Financial Services Firm, and Rock and Brews restaurant chain, apparently among other ventures. He also starred in Gene Simmons Family Jewels, which is a reality show that ran for seven seasons on AE motivational speeches at corporate events, you name it. I love his ambition. Reminds me a lot of today's guest. He even expanded to a book, Me, Inc., where he explains that the first time he realized he was going to dedicate his life to the pursuit of making money was when he made his first profit selling fruit as a poor boy in Israel. He was forever changed by this experience of being able to, despite the lack of running water and food, the article puts it, not only buy an ice cream cone, but give his mother money. I think that's truly incredible. Everyone out there, family is so important. And for everyone who does not know really who Gene Simmons is, again, he is the multi-platinum co-founder of KISS. He's an author. He's also the author of another book, the best-selling autobiography, KISS and Make Up, TV, film. He's done just about everything. Daniel, what do you like best about his story? First, I didn't know he was from Israel until I read this article, which is really cool. But I loved how he started selling fruit. He started selling fruit as a as a poor boy. They they said in the article, and they had they were so poor they had lack of water and food. But he took all that money he was making from selling this fruit, and he bought his mom ice cream. There, there's a they mentioned that in the story how he would go and buy his mom ice cream and give her money with the with the profits he was making from selling fruit, and then he took KISS to value billion dollar companies he has now from being that poor boy in Israel selling fruit. And it just really, one, it shows me how much he cared about his his mom and family. For me, family is everything. So that really yes. struck mm-hmm. with me. I mean, that's incredible that as a little boy, he was taking his profits and giving his mom still what she wanted, which was ice cream. And um, the other thing that really stood out in this article is just, it, it really shows you that anything's possible. If you grew up in this situation with no lack of water, lack of food, and he's now a, a billionaire. I mean, it just really shows you truly anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Not having things at the time is temporary. It's tough to change certain situations. They can be more challenging than others, but the future is yours. You have to go out there and make it happen. He didn't have water. He didn't have food, but he still was he had something inside him that wanted more thank you for that analysis daniel thank you so much for such an inspiring episode you let our audience know just like gene simmons that it takes some time but a lot can happen you said 10 plus businesses you finally have found one that you really enjoy one that you say you're staying in so that's another learning lesson 
It might not happen the first time. It might not happen the second time. It might not happen the third time, but it will happen. I know Daniel could probably attest to this as well. You take a whole lot no more no's than yeses. You take a lot of no's. Sometimes I can go 80 out of 85 of no email replies. Things take time. Thank you again, Daniel, for joining us. Where can everybody find you, your websites, anything you have going on? So on Instagram, I'm at Daniel Apke. That's Daniel and then A-P-K-E. Um, but if you're interested in real estate or and you don't know where to get started, I'd visit landinvestingonline.com. Um, there's even a free Discord on that where you know we have a ton of investors in a Discord chatting away, a lot of successful investors and a lot of people also starting new. So it's a really good place to network. I think that's a, um, I mean, I, I created that because I saw, like I said, I saw myself, you know, years back, didn't know where to go. And I thought, you know, if I had something like I created now land investing online, I would have loved to start there. So that's, that's where I'd start. If you guys are interested in, in real estate investing, be sure to go check him out and say, hello. He's at Daniel A P K E on Instagram. And we are at that entrepreneur show and all social media platforms, even though we may be condensing to Vincent A. Lancey on all for all my shows, stay tuned for that. But for now, you can still get us at That Entrepreneur Show. We are at thatentrepreneurshow.buzzsprout.com to check out all episodes. And I would like to now end the show with a quote that inspired me, and it is from today's Spotlight Entrepreneur. Oh, hard work not only makes you money so that you can buy an ice cream cone, which I did, but it also makes your mom love you all that much more. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Friday on That Entrepreneur Show. Daniel, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a great conversation.